The Golden Boot Pod is proud to announce that merchandise is now available. We have everything from t-shirts and hoodies, to hats and beanies, to drinkware, to wearables and blankets. You can find it all under the merchandise tab at thegoldenboot.podbean.com or go directly to thegoldenboot.com. As always, thank you for supporting the Golden Boot Pod. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Golden Blue Podcast. It's your boy Pooh Bear. I got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building, Daniel D. Williams in the building, and uh, we have a special guest that'll be joining us shortly. But first, good evening, gentlemen. How do y'all doing this evening? What's up, fellas? How y'all? Man, I'm doing great. Doing great. Ain't got a haircut. My day is great, man. <laughs> He's starting already. <laughs> well, I bet that's how I know you don't pay attention because I had my haircut for last night's show, but you know. Oh, I ain't see it. I ain't see it. Right? You don't be paying attention. You don't be it looks fresh, though. I'm going to give you credit. It looks good, though. Uh, and uh, I think this is somebody who's like one of your admirers. Uh, but she said every time I come back, y'all have y'all have spiced up with some intro music or something. Yeah, I, yeah. That's I don't know. I'm, man. You might... I'm sorry, man. I'm married. <laughs> uh, all right. So last time we talked Sunday after the game, uh, it's been a lot more talk this week. Uh, but first, let, let me go ahead and say this. Uh, Seven Banks, who was injured on the first play of the game against Auburn, um, good news, he was released. It was like he's going to make a, speedy, uh, a full recovery. Um, he's going to be out for five to six weeks. Um, uh, we know everybody listens to the Golden Boot. So, Seven, I just want to tell you, uh, keep your head up. We know you'll you know, bounce back and uh, have a speedy recovery. Right. What's your the best, man? For let me ask you guys: Can he possibly take a? Um, I know this is his. Yeah, he can medical red yeah. shirt. Okay. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mentioned that. I, I asked. Um, I asked someone else that. Um, and the comment was he. They really didn't talk about it because he's kind of upset and, and a little bummed out because of the. Um, you know, he was just coming off another injury. So. Yeah. And um, he was trying to. He was trying to have that bounce back year to go pro. And having mm-hmm. the having a, med, a red shirt year and having to come back a whole another year probably isn't what he wants to hear right now. Right. Or want to think about either, you know. Yeah. Right. Um another injury um that has popped up, Chris Hilton. Um yeah. Chris mm-hmm. Hilton's gonna be out uh for the foreseeable future with what looks like a shoulder injury. I would imagine oh. it's the yes, I would imagine it's the rest of the year. 
based off you know the surgery he had and stuff. But right. if he can come back, that'll be that'll be a big plus. But wish him the best. Wait, wait, unless you make this playoff run. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing, but I am. <laughs> just because uh, you just because you just be throwing it out at the most <laughs> random times now. I mean listen LSU was going on on the playoff run. Yeah, well, I mean hey, if, eventually if Jaden can, you know, get it up. Yeah. Well, speaking speaking of that, um Jaden, let's let's jump into it. What should we expect from the offense this weekend? Uh cuz that's been a talk all week. Everybody's talked about 80 pat well 85 passing yards, 80 officially because of the sack yeah. yardage. Um, the think, woes of the offense. And yeah. I'll tell you like this. If I'm the offensive coordinator, which I'm not, first play I'm running, I'm running a play action and I'm throwing that baby deep because you know why? Y'all been getting on our offense scheme, talking about we can't throw the ball deep. I'm gonna be a little gutsy on the first play. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna air that baby out. That's I don't know if I would do that necessarily, but um based off the play. Yeah, that's true. That's based off the um players only meeting and some yeah. of the things that have been coming out afterwards. Malik Neighbor saying, you know, he likes the game plan this week. I think we're gonna see a more aggressive game plan. Sure. Um not, I don't know if we're going to see a, a deep pass on the first play of the game, but I do think if they're able to get that uh, running game established, then we might see more play-action passes and more shots downfield. Let me ask you a question, though. So I know they had a players-only meeting. Mm-hmm. So I understand players-only meetings whenever it's, hey, the entire defense, or, hey, this is the entire offense. But between quarterbacks and the wideouts, what can that actually fix? I'm just asking. I mean, what can that fix? Hey, uh, guys, trust, I'm, trust, yeah. chemistry. Um, hey guys, I'm putting, it, 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 am I putting too much on the ball? Yeah. Hey, I'm throwing it here. You know, what's, what's the you know saying? What what am I doing that can help you guys? You know, yeah. saying make a better catch. Exactly. You know? Um, is like maybe they maybe they cleared up some miscommunications, like hand signal. Why? You know what I mean? There's all kind when of I, when I when I'm looking. You know, for instance, New Mexico. Uh, it was an option route. Uh, Malik went out. Uh, Jaden threw what he thought was going to be the dig. The dig was wide open. Malik said, my bad. Hey, Malik, this is what I see on this play. What are you seeing? So we can be on the same page. All right, well, when you see this, this is what I'm seeing. Hey, let's run this instead. Right. And I think, I mean, a lot to me, honestly, a lot of that stuff needs to happen, like, in real time. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, look. Me, hopefully they come out in that time and it's A1. You know, hopefully they've been staying after practice. You know, hopefully in that minute, I don't know if they did this before or not, but they're talking about, hey, let's throw the ball some more after practice. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a little bit of extra work in. You know what I'm saying? So we can build up that chemistry. Because honestly, the only way you're going to build up chemistry and trust is by actually doing it. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that works, man, because I think we got a good opportunity to, to, uh, to have an upset this weekend. So, yeah. Now, now, my question is, I, I, this is the question I have, because it's, it's something that's popped up all on Twitter, it's been on twi- in Twitter spaces, all the LSU Twitter spaces. Mm-hmm. The fans, are they critical or too critical of the offensive woes? I feel like they're making too much out of one game. I'm not going to say they're being too critical, because last game deserved some criticism. Yes. Definitely. 
Yes. But um, I feel like there's a lot of overreaction to one game, and and people are making it as if that one game is. I we're we're four and one, right? People yeah. are making it seem like that one game is the one we lost, and yeah. that offense is the reason for that, or you know what I mean, or the offense has looked like that in the four game. You see what I'm saying? Like they're making it seem like it's more than just an anomaly, like it has been so far. I've been saying it all week. Yeah. Is this a is this a one off or is this the trend? Yeah. This was a one off. Based off if, based if, off if, the if, first five games, it's, it's yes. a one off. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll say it like this: you know, first game of the season, Jaden passed for 209. Second game against Southern, 137. Third, 210. Fourth game, New Mexico, 279. Last week, 80 yards. Yeah. Kind of like what Anthony and saying and Pooh saying. I mean, look, it, it's kind of, it, it could be a one off, but I think what a lot of people because I'm a process-driven guy. I know a lot of people yeah. are. They're, rejo- they're results-oriented. Hey, we're four and one. I'm looking at, okay, what does it take to bake the cookie? You know what I'm saying? What goes into making the cookie? I know the cookie's going to come out, but I want to know exactly what's going on. So for me, it's how do we look when it? You know what I'm saying? Because eventually you want to have good habits. So my thing is I just want these guys to – That's very fair. That's true point. You know yeah. I, just, I just want them to – to get the timing down, you know what I'm saying? To Jaden, for Jaden to actually trust himself and to throw that ball deep because we know he can. So my thing is, I just want to see him look better. You know, a lot a, a lot of times last year with the offense, they just weren't on the same page whenever it came to communicating. Um, I think it's a lot better now. They look a lot cleaner, but I think they just need to be able to trust each other. And I think that happens with time. So I do think some of the fans just calm down. You know what I'm saying? It's a long season. And I think we'll be fine. Uh, Daniel Glenn in the chat says, best defense is that strong running game. Hooker can do, can't do anything on the sideline watching our backs move the chains. Completely agree. Very uh, true. Very true. Uh, Jason Bromfield says, kind of like they're waiting, or they've been waiting for us to lay an egg. It's very true because it seems like, um, and Preston said it on his show, um, as soon as, uh, or a, a certain QB to have a bad game. Yes. Um, uh, Preston said it on his show that the Jaden detractors basically, um, they've been kind of, you know, saying they've been, you know, barely afloat with their hate. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Auburn game yeah. is like, yeah. it's like, aha, we told you. Yep. They've been, yeah, that was the aha moment right there. Yeah, and, see, so. and that's the thing. Like, I'm not even a Jaden, I'm not a Jaden hater. I'm not going to say that. I just want the best quarterback to play. I just want our offense to look like we got some kind of talent. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my thing. But we we've been saying, yeah, and we've been saying we're not saying he's perfect, right? We're not saying that he doesn't deserve criticism. All we're saying is be fair in the criticism. Uh, There was a a, a, a C. King made the statement. He was like, uh, well, he didn't make it, but he posted a statement from like a, um, I think it was like uh, Tiger Droppings or 247. Uh, Someone was saying that uh, the basis of it was Nuss, people are talking about Nuss's six passes um, and the two for six, but there were drops in there. And hey, give him some credit. It was his first SEC road game. Yeah, there's people. There's people like even on our show, man. I hated that the receivers dropped pass for us, 
But, you know, they drop passes for the other quarterback, too. That's you true. know what I mean? So if you're going to be mad at that drop passes, be mad at when they drop passes yeah. for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one-sidedness that, that's kind of becoming more and more evident, especially after this Auburn game. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think? I mean, that, and if people want to do that, that's fine. My thing is just be patient, man. Because, I mean, you – honestly, thinking that you're going to just throw nuts in first game of the year – I mean, not first game of the year, but this game going in the, the Tennessee game right now. Just we because tried, the game they didn't, they didn't have we, last year. We did that last year. Yeah, that's we, crazy. We did that last year. And I'm trying to be – and I, I get it. He was a freshman. It's a difference between for it being a freshman and a sophomore. Oh, 100%. It wasn't fair to him. Yeah. That's but, they, but they threw him in against Arkansas, and – It I mean, wasn't pretty. It wasn't right. pretty at all. Um, and you can't even blame it. I'm not blaming us for that, man. That was bad coaching. Yeah, true, but but at the same time, what do you do with the reps you're given? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been there, but what did he do with the? I'm not, and I'm not saying that's who he is now by any means. No, but no. I'm just saying like that's that's visual, you know, that's film that we have of what he can do when he's on the field. I'm not saying that's who he is now. I think he's much better than that now. But look, the I mean, last time he was out there in the SEC game, that's what we saw. I I, I want to say this too, and, and then I'll let you. I want to say this too. To be fair. What he did in the Southern game, we – I don't want to I don't want to completely hold that against him either. He did not execute at all. It was, that was just one game, though. That, know, but that was, just, that was just one game. So right. I, I, I do want to be fair. That was one game. But at the same time, I just want to say, you know, hey, for everyone who's calling for, for, for Jay, you know, saying throw nuts in and stuff, I, I, I want to see a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more from Jaden. I, I, I want to see Jaden make mistakes before I start calling for his head. When I say mistakes, I mean like critical mistakes, turnovers. You know, I don't um, need it. I don't need to see that. If you, I'm gonna be real with you. If you come out and it's the third quarter and we got 80 yards passing again, and our offense looks look like it did last week, are we, we winning? Hold yeah, on. But if question. we're not, if we're not able to, no, we're losing. If we're not able to move the ball, bring in us. We that well, we I don't know how many yards passing we had against Florida State going into the third, going into the fourth, but no, I get it. If you if you pull him in, but I mean if we don't have any traction. We didn't have any okay. I see both sides. I, I get I mean I get it. So the 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 put him in, get a spark. I I, I can see that. Um I just want to say starting us. Oh no 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 no! no. Yeah, I'm saying get, get a, I say get a spark, not start, yeah. start, get a spark. Um, yeah. But if I'm not seeing anything that says, "Hey, Nuss can give you that spark," then hey. Um, but speaking of, uh, of, of, I guess you could say not living up to potential of so far thus far, Bootsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayshawn is uber talented. He's thought to coming in to be top three. Wide receiver um, in his class. Take that seven yeah. off. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not, not yet. I, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it, I, I don't think the seven matters. I don't think, but uh, it's something got to click, you know. I don't know. I mean, my, my guy dropping three-yard passes, like, come on, man. Yeah, that's it's been, it's been <laughs> ugly. So it's his stock, draft stock problem. Why you say no? Because what Brian Kelly said at, at the press conference, the people who make those decisions, they know how good he is. They know that he can run, you know, a 4-4, four, four, 
or the sub four four whatever. They know that he led the SEC in touchdowns last year for majority of the year, even though he missed more than half of the year. Like they know the caliber of receiver he is. Just because he has one bad year doesn't mean he's not gonna get drafted that high. If I'm not mistaken, he only played six games and still was third in the nation in wide yeah. receiver. I mean, in receiving touchdowns. Yeah. That's crazy. Let me ask you this: So his freshman year, did he finish the entire season his freshman year? He he put, he finished the entire season, but he yeah. didn't really. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't contributed to like a, he didn't he, yeah, he didn't really start to the end. So, me, so his sophomore year, he didn't finish the entire season. Had a great he, season. He got he injured. Finished. Right, he, he got, got injured. injured. Yeah. So this year, starting the season off, not really slow. having is 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 not really looking great. You know what I'm saying? If I'm a GM, I understand what BK is saying. Are you taking him top two wide receivers in the draft right now? Who are you taking over? In Jigba, but in Jigba's been been hurting out this year too. So he hadn't put up. Yeah. So who who do you? Uh, because honestly, if you're looking, he's a, he's a first round pick. He's gonna go. Oh, no, he's definitely a first round talent. I just think that no, he's a first I'm, round pick. Not talent. He's a first round pick. Man, if he if his season keeps going how it's going, not saying it will, he ain't gonna be a first round pick. He's a first round pick. Man, you crazy. crazy. He's a first round pick, bro. Off of what? Off of his potential alone. This ain't the NBA. Hold on. I I do want to say this. Trubisky was a first round pick. Yeah, but that's a quarterback. We're talking about wide receivers. that dude is going to that dude is a first round pick, bro. Man, oh, know. that that's that is Addison and the USC Addison and USC. Yeah, Addison. That's yeah, that's cool. But Kayshawn going. Okay, so Terrence Marshall, the numbers he put up, was he a first round pick? No, he wasn't no. a first round pick, but he was not as good as Kayshawn. He, but I'm gonna say, but see, and he had injury. He had injury concerns also. That's why he dropped to the second uh, round. Another, he had a he had a terrible injury coming out of high school that he missed his whole senior year of. Then he was hurt twice at LSU. Okay, not, not just that, not just that. Different situation. In case An, another thing about Terrence Marshall, he also, and, and the reason why we, we talked about in the offseason, why Case, uh, because a lot of people said Case was going to sit out this year. Terrence Marshall, he never had a full season of stats. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, so you, I'm looking at the entire picture. Kayshawn offseason talks about him transferring they don't care about oh, that hold on but hold on hold on hold on you're looking at possible character issues right look what i'm, I'm just I'm from the outside looking in okay what? Well, i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you do that bro i'm not gonna let you say i'm not gonna let you say character issues when there has been nothing about his character can i finish bro can i finish you're talking about him possibly transferring right because of coaching change that's not that big of a deal right that's now nothing. he comes in but hold on but he comes in to fall camp, uh, people are saying, well, he's saying that he's not going to participate in fall camp because he wants more money, right? That's what media is saying. But hold on. Hold hurt. on. But hold on. So you, you got that. that. So then you see him on the sideline, first game of the year, pissed, right? And then a couple of games, you see him again on the sideline, pissed. No, I have so I'm gonna say this. It's one game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What does that look like? First of all, first of all, he there's no character concerns, and that's really unfair to him for you to even say that. First of all, I'm I'm not you just said there's character issues, dog. Guys, I'm hold on. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying Kayshawn has character issues. I'm looking at it from an outside point of view. People that's, that's looking the thing. at that's the thing. That's the thing. The people from the, the people who making these decisions aren't looking at it from the outside. They know more information than you do about Kayshawn and his situation and how happy he is at LSU. 
He's been smiling uh, every game outside really of Florida think, State. You really think that you know more about Kayshawn? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You really think you know more about Kayshawn and the situation with Brian Kelly than what an NFL and GM can find? Not out. at all. Not at okay. all. So but you're going, but exactly. But they don't care about perception because they know facts. They have the information, so it doesn't. Man, I'm hold on, hold on, bro. He hold ain't on. gonna be no first round pick. Yes, he is. Wanna, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right hold now, hold on. How much you want to bet? Drake London was the first round pick. Drake London was the first round pick. Drake London was the first round pick last year. Last year. He was the first receiver taken. He had one one thousand yard season. He never had more than seven touchdowns in the season. Look at those stats, and he was the first round pick based off potential. And what he did at the combine with with the guests we got coming up, uh, Daniel, you want to bet? I, I think he can have some odds for us. Let's go. <laughs> it was gonna be a first round pick, bro. Stop it. And Miss Nikki oh. brings up a good point. Hey, Miss Nikki, how you doing? Uh, tell Jeremiah happy birthday again from us. Uh, but Miss Nikki says wanting to transfer does not equate to character issues. It does. Hey, hey, hey let, let me finish. Let me finish. He's not a cancer in the locker room. That's Bingo. what's important. Bingo, bingo, and not to mention, y'all brought up y'all brought up this guy right here. There was literally a bidding war for him to transfer, and he didn't even have a coaching change. So if you want to talk but about he, if you want to talk about it. but if you want to talk about it being an issue, then that should be an issue, right? I don't think you understand what I'm saying. But I'm not saying, saying I, I you think brought so up, making, you brought up you brought up him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, and, 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 hold on, because he just made it. He just Daniel, you, you. I think you just said what you're just making up a situation, right? That's it. I'm okay, just, so, so hold on. Okay, so hold on, hold on. If he finished the season the same way the season okay. is going for him now, he the, will not be a first round pick. But eh? that's not that's not the that's not that's not the question that was asked. The problem is what and I, the why this is. Kind of going south, you're making up an issue talking about character issue. That shouldn't even be, uh, you know, that that's not even a, a concern. No, but we seen, but we seen players for LSU with talent. They didn't even do half the stuff. Like as far as whenever it comes to to bidding, a bidding war. What why should what, what why, bidding? What bidding why, war? Why should a lawyer? Why should a lawyer have All to right. come pay you to come to camp? That he did. That's not. That wasn't the case, Daniel. That was not that's, the case. That's all we hear. That's I, I, not. I Daniel. Okay. 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 I know it shows you listening to. You, you so got it, bro. I, I just leave you it. You listening to? This don't is you got it, bro. You got it, bro. All right. Uh. So on, let's man. let's move on a little bit to. Uh, hey, make sure we ask our guest that question because I want to know the odds. Okay. I'm at. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Minus a, minus a thousand. <laughs> uh, LSU. Um, the game is this game is at eleven o'clock. Originally, he was going to ask, "Does this hurt LSU?" You know, the game being at eleven o'clock. But, 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 this game is also sold out. As as it should be. Yep. I'll be in that number. Cheerification, okay, baby. Let's go. There you go. But I think um, with the stat that came out about uh, LSU being what? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one uh, for for our guest. Our guest likes to he he drops nuggets. Like we got a nugget for you since two thousand. It's two thousand. I thought two thousand five, but it's actually two thousand. Since two thousand, LSU is eight and zero in yeah. day games, and they twelve and three all the time. Twelve and, and, three ele and all eleven time. and eleven o'clock. And games. eleven o'clock games. That is. I'm sorry, I said day games. 
11 o'clock games. Yeah. Yeah. And and last year was one that we I thought it was going to be uh, a loss. Yeah, we set a record. <laughs> set a record. Hey, hey, Drake London did go over a thousand yards last year. But, I said that he, he had, said that. I said he had one season over a thousand yards and no seasons over seven touchdowns. Right. Last season, yeah, seven touchdowns. Over seven touchdowns. You need to be over. <laughs> we're gonna kick we're gonna kick him out. We're about to replace you. Yeah. All right, Daniel. All right, Daniel, you about to meet your replacement. Uh <laughs> without further ado, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we like to bring and introduce to y'all the golden boot. Well, welcome to the first time to the golden boot, Mr. Allen A. B. Bell, host, producer, Mr. Everything from CBS Sports Line, the early edge. Mr. A.B., welcome to the Golden Boot. How are you this evening? Hey, man, I'm doing fantastic, man. First off, appreciate you guys having me. Second off, Kayshawn will be a first-round pick. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. He will. Hey, I, hey, I, I, just, I just had to throw some fire on that, but hey, he, he, for real. Like, he's come fire. on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, What's bro. good, man? Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on, man, for real. Thank you. Yes, sir. Oh, no, no. Yes, sir. Thanks, Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Uh, so, AB, um, I met you or, or, or was introduced to you, you know, for your role on CBS Sports Line, uh, the early is you are a, a capper, a, a producer, host, um, and, and Jonathan Coachman, the coach, calls you a 5-2 player. You are that. <laughs> um, just tell us about your experience, with, you know, being with uh, early edge and sports line. Yeah, definitely, man. So uh, I've, uh, you know, been with CBS Sports now. Well, I'll tell you what, about nine years because I was with 24-7 Sports before, but CBS Sports bought that, and then we created, like, our gambling angle uh, to it. So it's kind of been a lot of brands, but the same family. You know what I mean? I used to work for the Tennessee Titans before I came over 24-7. And I'll say this. Your boy Zach Mettenberger was here in Nashville. Yeah. Without dude, yeah. hey, dude, the Mets show is for real, dude. He's cool as hell, man. Big respect to him. Uh, I know he's coaching with uh, with Wiz and Hunt too. Um, yeah, dude, like Mettenberger for real, great, great dude. But yeah, man, uh, just been doing this kind of, you know, did the recruiting thing for a little while, uh, gambling thing, NFL, you name it, man, anything, man. We just talk football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I uh, my first game in Tiger Stadium was uh, Mettenberger's first start. Um, was it? Yeah, uh, Odell Beckham ran a punt back. He ran two punts back. They called one back. Yeah. And and um, Jarvis Landry had a one hand catch on the sideline. Yeah. It was, wow. but it's nobody, crazy. Y'all had both of them at the same time. Yeah, like, there's so much talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and Jeremy and Jeremy Hill in the yeah. yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, AB. So you're 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 based out of uh, of Tennessee, Nashville, to be exact. Um, yep. Tennessee fan. Yep. Um, these last two years, Josh Heupel has come in, and Tennessee is is as at least have has some, I guess the best way to put it, um, some respect, earn some respect. Uh, they're competitive. Finally, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no more McDonald bags, although that's legal now. Um, but they they are competitive. What what has he done to kind of I guess revitalize the fan base and, and that team? Yeah. So you know the thing with Josh Heupel, I mean obviously offense, right? Like I mean mm-hmm. that's what everything is based about. The entire team, the entire mantra, everything is based around offense, fast tempo. Let's go. But 
with Hypo, man, like you look at him like, one, he's a super intelligent guy, and he's not high or low emotionally, right? Like, it's a lot kind of like Les Miles to where, like, it would be the most crucial fourth down. Y'all are playing Florida and Tebow. Like, everything's going crazy. You look over Les Miles, he's chilling, right? Like, his heart rate does not go up. Hypo's kind of the same way, man, to where, like, you're not going to fluster him, dude. Um, so that's kind of like been the attitude. Now I'll say it helps when you've had 20 years of just trash football when it's just been bad for a long time. When somebody comes in and they win, like you're certainly going to get, uh, you know, a lot of love there, but yeah, man, like he's a good coach, good dude. Um, but it's all around the offense, man. Like that's what it's based on. And I respect it to where like, he doesn't fade away from it. He's like, dude, this is what we're here to do. Uh, we're gonna give his best shot to win. And if we win, we win. If we don't, We'll try and get better. So yeah. he's a good coach, man. Players all love him for sure. Right. And and look, AB, of course, we know you guys have a big game this weekend, uh, Tennessee. A little bit. Not only, right, right. But not only that, I mean, pretty much after this game, I mean, you guys got a gauntlet. Yeah. Um, I think it's what it's it's the third hardest schedule in the country or something like that. But I mean, you guys come through. I mean, what what are your odds as far as yeah? So I'll say this, man. Like, uh, you're right. And look, you guys know it too. Like, I mean, you guys play a schedule that you put that schedule up against anybody in the country every single year, right? Yeah. Don't matter. So, you know, that part, like, it's difficult, but it's always difficult, right? Sure. So it's like you don't even worry about it. But I'll say this, right? Like, Tennessee, Tennessee's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. They're due for a loss. They're due for an offensive step back. I don't know when that happens. Could be Saturday. Could be next. Like, I don't know. But it's going to happen because – Kind of like if you took a ball, right, and like you bounce it ten times, and it and and it went to you ten times, like the next ten, there's no way it's even coming close, right? Like Tennessee's kind of been doing that for a minute, right? You look at that Florida game, right? Like all those kind of things, like it just kind of goes your way. So we'll see. Um, Tennessee's a different type of team that you got to deal with, and it's because of the tempo and the speed of the offense. Like Hidden Hooker's a great quarterback. Like I give that dude a lot of credit. He's tough as hell. He's gonna he's gonna keep plays alive. He's gonna keep your team alive, right? Um, but like as fast as Tennessee can score, fast as they go three and out. I've seen it. Mm. You know? So it's like, dude, there they, like there's no middle ground, right? Mm. Like you might get the ball back in eight seconds for real. Like sure. you'll get up, boom, throw it, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. You catch it a punt. You're like, damn, man. Like we didn't have time to sit down. So like this game is gonna be fascinating. Also. I'll say this about it, too. Uh, if you go back two weeks to Tennessee and Florida, I think that is going to look pretty much exactly like what this game's going to look like. You saw Anthony Richardson. Everybody said, coming into it, this dude can't throw. He couldn't He couldn't throw it in the water off a boat, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's he do? Comes out and balls. Because what Tennessee's offense does is that it's so different that you – like. Midway through the first quarter, you're like, all right, this is just an athlete-on-athlete game. Like, this is backyard. Like, this is what we're doing. And that's why you see teams that are super talented, teams like Florida, right, to where they might not be playing great because they're so, like, overcoached. But when it's just, like, talent saying, man, let's go, they they step up because they got more talent than you. LSU's the exact same way. Like, I can't wait to see this game. From a betting perspective, like, the total sits at 65. I'm betting the under. Like, I think it's going to be – like, they'll be scoring on both sides for sure, but you look at LSU's defense, like, you're going to create turnovers, multiple turnovers, right? You're going to hit our receivers and tight ends, pick up fumbles. Like, you'll have that for sure, uh, but it's just going to be a weird game. Like, it's going to kind of have some old-school, like, feel because both offenses can kind of get shut down a little bit, 
But your boy Jaden, the quarterback, like he's going to run. And like it'll reach a point to where the offense will just say, man, just let him go. Just let him play ball. That's the same thing that Napier did with Anthony Richardson two weeks ago and watch him. They quit. They didn't even punt. They said, we're just going to go for it on fourth down. It got like seven of eight. You know what I mean? It's good. If you like watching athletic dudes play, this is your game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, so Miss Nikki brings up an interesting point. She says uh, they will also be without a big wide receiver. Going to be a good one. If I'm not mistaken, I, I think Tennessee's that without two. two their- yeah. 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 So the big one, like Cedric Tillman, like that's that's been the guy. And that's been Hinton Hooker's guy. Um, there's a couple wide receivers. Like Brew McCoy, uh, he's a transfer from USC. Like 6'3", 220. Like, he's still kind of getting into it in terms of, like, this offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just got cleared, like, two days before week one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of the dude you want to, like, take a look out for. But, yeah, like, Tennessee's not coming into this, like, at 100%. Like, their playmakers, especially that. And that could be trouble, man, because, like, you, I mean, you saw it against Florida. Like, you run out of dudes to throw to, Hooker starts running, and he can run. He's athletic. Yeah. But dude, he got popped, and it was like, if they lose Hooker, well, done. all bets are off. Like you'll win by thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they, like the team is fueled by hitting Hooker, one thousand percent. Yeah, I, how how important is it when they've been doing a great job of it? You could talk about how good of a job they've been doing of, but how important is it for y'all to have fast starts because y'all's defense is going to give up so many points? Dude, that's a million percent. Like, that's literally, like, I think that's why Josh Hopple's like, dude, we got to score. And you notice the last two years, Tennessee's been the fastest scoring first quarter team in the country because they have to. Like, this defense, I'm telling you, man, like, (laughs) they try and they'll give you everything they got. And you guys were talking about, like, throwing deep. Dude, throw it deep. Like, you'll see, like, Brian Kelly, I'm sure, has worked in this week. Like, you know how, like, Aaron Rodgers will throw deep just to get a flag? You'll do that because you're going to get a flag. Like, because our corners and safeties get burnt, right? And they will hold. Like, they'll just hold the receiver, take the flag, and move on. Like, that aspect will absolutely be a part of it. Like, this defense, again, like, nobody's it, – it, I don't want to sound disrespectful. Like, nobody's quitting. There's none of that. The team's got a ton of heart. They're just not that good. <laughs> like, I mean, they're just going to give up a ton of points. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. offensively, like, you'll come out of this guy. I know you guys were talking about, like, playing Nuss and all that. Like, man, don't even worry about it. Like, Jade's going to have a game. Like, because it, it, an athlete will take advantage of that defense, and he'll take advantage of that defense. You know what? I, I want to I say that. If, if you're listening, LSU fans, you heard what A.B. just said. Jaden is going to have a game. So, yep. just be patient. Ho- hopefully he does. Oh, All right, let me say this. He has more rushing yards than any of our running backs do. <laughs> so, yeah. there you go. And, it's like, our running backs aren't that bad, right? Yeah. Right. But, I'm like, right, the dude right. can play. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll have a game. Yeah. Yeah. That actually brings uh, up a, a good point. Uh, the run pass balance. Um, is Tennessee, is it all, hey, we're going to pass and we'll run just to keep you honest? Or is it kind of a, does Josh Heupel kind of, let's let's keep him honest a little bit, mix in the run? Um, yeah, he, well, he, he, he mixes it in, right? Like, it's not like 100% pass. But anybody out there, like, watch the NFL. And understand, I'm not saying that they are them. I'm saying that the way you kind of defensively game plan against it is the same. They're like a bootleg Bills team, right? <laughs> where like they're just coming out throwing. And your quarterback is mobile enough to where he can hurt you. Like he's not, you know, super fast, like gonna get out and cut you up like multiple, multiple times. But he can do it if right. you like if you if you get, you know, 
un, if you play undisciplined football, like you know, securing like the edges, the perimeter, he could he could cut you up, but he's gonna throw. Like I mean, yeah. balls are just gonna throw. They'll run a little bit to keep it honest, but yeah, like your secondary linebacker, your linebackers especially, like watch them during the game because they are the ones that kind of get stuck in no man's land because it's like, all right, man, are we dropping back in coverage? Are we rushing? Because the offensive line is not that great either. Um, yeah, like you kind of have to make a decision. But if you make the right one, like you can find success very, very quick. Man, you're being very humble right now, A.B. Hey, no, but like for real, like, like I'm, I'm honest. I'm telling you, I've seen every Tennessee yeah. game for, yeah. dude, for 27 years, right? Like I know this team. I know where they're at. They're yeah. a good football team. If they get up on you points-wise – Right, yeah. and you don't bounce back, do you get blown out real quick? Right, but if you do and you start creating turnovers, which you guys are one of the best teams in the country doing that, like that's where Tennessee gets in trouble because now you start getting short fields and you make Tennessee go seventy-five yards. They can't always do that either, man. Yeah. Let me ask you this about Hooker: if it's a if it's a close game, does he tend to press press a little more and kind of? be more prone to turn the ball over trying to make the plays because he know the defense isn't going to get a stop? Uh, no, no. Like, he's he, he's he's complete opposite. He's like hypo. Dude, cool, calm, relaxed. Okay, like, okay. yeah. Okay. Now, the problem I, is this. His dudes will fall apart around him, right? <laughs> like, I mean, his, like, that's the hard part. Like, so what I'm saying is, like, if it's tight in the fourth quarter, he will absolutely – like, him becoming the run game will happen. Watch. Like, if it's tight, he will run just because of that. Because, like, you saw – Shoot, the first opening drive against Florida, dude. Feed this tight end, feed this tight end, go all the way down the field, bam, punch it right out, fumble. Like, could have completely changed the game, right? So he'll be cognizant. Like, he won't be the one turning it over. He'll be the one saying, I got to run. And if you got athletic dudes, which you guys have, like, you stop it. Like, he's not super quick. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how you attack it. Yeah. You know, and honestly, AB, what, what I'm a, I would say a little bit afraid about is, of course, you know, watching LSU this season. They've come out pretty slow in the yep. first in the first half. Of course, defense, you know, they've kind of been but not break within that first quarter. But once they make adjustments, they've been really good. But just the offense as far as just been a slow start for. So like you were saying, you know, if Tennessee gets up on you, it could be kind of scary. So I'm just hoping we come out and we come out firing all cylinders. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny, man. Like uh, I was talking about exactly that earlier today, and it was like, look, because like, somebody asked her, like, man, I, I haven't seen any of these. Is the dude for the West Coast? He's like, I haven't really seen either of these two teams. Like, I've seen them, but I don't really know them. Mm-hmm. He was like, how would I bet this game? I said, man, if you're gonna do anything, I was like, bet Tennessee points in the first quarter, like, or the first half. I was like, other than that, I was like, once it gets to the second half, like Tennessee doesn't really change their game plan. Like what you see in the first half, exactly what you're gonna see in the second half. Not much gonna change. Now, you look at LSU defensively this year, I think second half of games, you guys have only given up like seven points or something like that, like some crazy, crazy number. So that's what I was saying. I was like, dude, if you're going to bet the whole game, bet the under because the second half could be very tight in terms of points being scored. So, yeah, man, like um, I don't think – I don't see any scenario to where Tennessee comes out like and completely like shuts down the fans, like, you know – 35 that like it, you're not going to have some of that but what happens is that you even if you don't score like if Tennessee goes down scores a touchdown you get the ball you don't necessarily have to score but you definitely want to eat some clock and like if you go like again yeah, go back to that Florida game like Billy Napier's plan was well we're just gonna keep the ball away from you and I think your dude Daniel in the chat said that like you put it up on the screen that's exactly how you go about playing Tennessee 
You just control the clock and say, look, man, you just, you're not going to get that many opportunities, right? Because the reason Tennessee scores a ton is because they have so many opportunities because they play fast. But if you look at the percentages, it's really the same. You know what I mean? They just have eight more drives than most other teams do because they play so quickly, right? So if you keep the ball away from them, you're going to make them actually play a normal game, which they are not built to do, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Hey, is this does Tennessee kind of play like that old Oregon Ducks? Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. You know what? Like, yeah, that's a, that's an excellent like that's an excellent comparison, right? Like, they play like them to where the quarterback can move, the quarterback can be mobile, the quarterback's smart. Like yeah. that's that's really where it goes down. The quarterback is smart, and his heart rate isn't up. Like he's cool and calm. He makes good decisions. He can read, you know, edges, read your ends. Uh, he can hit you deep. If you you know if you're slacking, he'll find where you're you're kind of being undisciplined, but he'll hit it once. Like yeah. it's not like he's gonna be you know Tom Brady and say, all right, I'm just gonna pick on that dude. Like yeah. that's not gonna happen, right? But it's that one big play. You're like, damn, like you know, it was third down, yeah. man. We was getting off the field. How do we give that up, right? Yeah, like, right. yeah, that, that's a great that's a great comparison. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, hey, hold on, real quick. Ab, your uh Ryan, uh Matt Ryan, half interception just hit. Bam, there we go. <laughs> I love it. Making oh, money on the show, dude. That's why y'all the best. <laughs> go ahead. But, speaking of speaking of interceptions, uh Hendon Hooker hasn't thrown many. And I know you're I know you're a betting guy. The dude. odds are he's gotta be due for one soon, huh? Dude, dude, you're hundred percent, man. You're right. And like that's what we were talking about. Like, not only that, like Tennessee, like as a whole, is due. Like like every single thing is gone correctly like not even correctly i'll give you a perfect example tennessee's first play of the game this season was a defensive interception their second play of the game this season was like a 40-yard touchdown pass like that like that's i use that as the, the analogy of that's kind of what their season has been like the ball is can't just draw it up better than that yeah like it just doesn't happen man like it's just too long season's too long things tend to average out right so like that's the scary part is because the the key like the two keys to completely taking Tennessee out of their game is one keeping the ball away from what we just talked about and two creating turnovers. So whether it's interceptions or creating fumbles, which I would put my money on, the turnovers will come from hitting Hooker because the offensive line ain't that great. And like you could get there with four dudes, and you know, like we talk about the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills they rush quarterbacks in the NFL at the lowest rate. 32 rank because they say we don't have to like I'm sorry, sorry blitz not rush they say we don't have to blitz we'll we'll get at you with four we could drop you know seven and I think that's a lot of what you guys are doing and if you're getting there with four like that ball will hit the ground like hooker a fumble like for sure because I mean he's just getting blasted back there you know what I mean so yeah. um Henry Hooker we've talked about him a lot I mean he as he goes Tennessee goes yep. um his Heisman odds um, does he stand a chance right now, or is it kind of uh, he's just uh, he's just going to be the dark horse until something happens? I mean, well, well what's going to happen is LSU, Georgia, and Alabama, right? Like, I mean, like that's the hard part. Now, let me say this: I love the kid, dude. He's a great kid, great dude. Everything you would want out of a quarterback, leader, all of that. And I hope, like, you know, he gets you know finishes strong and everything works out for him. Like, I mean, he ain't going to Heisman. Like, you got to be on a good team that's like eleven and one. You know what I mean? Like a CJ Stroud, like you know, at uh, at Ohio State, right? Like, you got to have all that. Tennessee's not going to do that. You know what I mean? They'll be a good team, 
Like, you know, but they're like an eight-win team. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's just gonna, like, it's going to be tough, man. Like, you're not going to win a Heisman, you know, when your team's like eight and four. You know what I'm saying? Seven and five. Like, it ain't going to happen. You know I what I mean? So, I think y'all are closer to, to 10 and two than y'all are to seven and five, man. Man, I hope, I'll tell you what, I hope so. Uh, I've, I've just seen second halves of Tennessee football. Like things kind of get crazy, but no, I'm with you though. Like, like the I said coming into the season, like the swing games were Pitt, Florida, LSU, and Kentucky. Like take yep. Georgia and Alabama out of it, they ain't playing with them dudes, right? Yeah. Well, they've won Florida and Pitt, right? So like two out of the four. Now we'll see, you know, about LSU and Kentucky. They could drop both of those two, right? So we'll see. But I'm with you. Like even at nine wins, like yeah. you ain't going to Heisman. However. I just like that he's in the conversation because he deserves it. He plays his ass off, man, and he's a good dude. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I hope I hope the Saints draft him. By the way, I mean, dude, that'd be dope, future, man. Future Saints quarterback. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, AB, um, you always give great like nuggets, little you know trivia and stuff. Whether they're good for betting or it's just like good knowledge and stuff. Do you have any? You know, stand out. Do anything? Does anything stand out for this game? Well, I tell you what, man. You guys took the one that I had earlier. Everybody like here in Tennessee was talking about like, oh man, eleven fifteen kickoff. <laughs> like we finna go down there and do something. I was like, historically, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, oh. And I'll say this, man. Like, uh, dude, Death Valley is a place where ranked teams go to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not making any projections on the game right. other than I think the under sixty five is gonna hit. But other than that, like. Nah, man, like, that place is going to be live. Like, it that place would be live at 5 in the morning, right? Like, yeah. fans would be out there. Like, it always is. It's a lot like Knoxville. Like, it's just, like, people ain't afraid to – they ain't afraid to drink at any moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, right, no, at all. No, so, no. yeah, like, I was going to say that, like, you know, 11 a.m. kickoffs, like, don't think that I, that's a good I, thing. Yeah, I, it hasn't I, been. Yeah, I would love to see the Vol Navy take on the Cajun Navy. That's, that's you, yeah. know, <laughs> you know, the, the only difference is the Vol Navy needs uh, Rivers. Yeah. Cajun ain't able to pull up on the street. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem, man. When you got to do when you got when you got all weather tanks coming in, dude, they can survive in anything, man. Oh, yeah, you, you don't want to fight Van, with that. Ask uh, Vandy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Drink them boys dry. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> dude. Hey, y'all did, y'all did, and let me say this, man. I live here in Nashville. I live, I live four minutes away from Vanderbilt, like pretty yeah. close downtown. Yeah. Dog, this whole city is built on tourism, like. Not many people can say you drank the city dry. Like the everything is built off alcohol here. Yeah, y'all did it with ease, dude. It was like the middle of the third quarter, and they was out. <laughs> oh no, they were out by halftime. I, oh, I literally, okay, yeah. y'all could have kept going. Down, That's the scary part. Yeah, I was down there buying water for me and my son, and um, the trying beer to find vodka for it. No, I'm kidding. Hey, no, the beer line was literally like outside, going out of the tunnel back. And people were literally watching the game, waiting for beer, you know, because they were so far out the tunnel. That, it was, hey, respect crazy. to it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it so was, I uh, got a, I got a little nugget for him, Pooh. Yeah, gotcha. All right, so uh, Tennessee has what forty-eight points a game, I believe, somewhere around right now. Yeah. If you take out, and I know everybody said LSU hasn't seen an offense like this and all that, but if you take out the the LSU game, Mississippi State is averaging forty-four points a game, which is pretty much right on par. With what, what Tennessee's at, and we saw the LSU held them to 16 points. So, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Dude, like, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you said that, right? Like, uh, a lot of my friends that, that like, don't really watch Tennessee, they'll, they'll bring that up because they see, like, the points and all that, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, 
it's not that the offense is necessarily even that good. It's just that it's so different that like it's it's like in the middle of the season if like you're in conference play and then you got to play Air Force and you're like, yeah. damn, we got four days to figure out the triple option, right? Exactly. Like that, we're just we're it's a gimmick offense, right? To where it's like, dude, we're not used to going, you know, seven second snaps to where the offensive line is running down the field. Yeah. But once you figure it out, it, like this team isn't built like with like like. Kayshawn's like type dudes. Like, there's not a lot of first round pick guys around here. It's just that the offense is so different that when you catch it in the middle of the season, you just don't have time to quickly learn it. But once you learn it in game, which everybody will, like, you're co- like, you're, I'll talk about Brian Kelly in a second. Like, you'll figure it out. And then you're like, oh, man, like, this offense ain't that great. Like, we've seen this. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I mean it. Like, it's just yeah. speed. So, yeah. and let me say this uh, Brian Kelly. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Y'all know way more than I do. But what I will say is this, is that Brian Kelly not only has won everywhere he's been, he's the winningest coach everywhere this dude has been. Like, his plan works. It worked in Cincinnati. Think of two different places, of Cincinnati and then Notre Dame, right? Mm -hmm. Two completely different recruiting, everything. And he's like, nah, I'll become your winningest coach. Like, (laughs) like, it works now. Become the winningest coach at LSU, that's tough to do. Right. But it's tough to do it at Notre Dame too. Like, so I say all that to say, like, I like Brian Kelly. Like, his stuff has worked everywhere. You know what I mean? So, and honestly, AB, just just being completely honest with you, that's why I'm honestly I'm okay with the offensive woes and the struggles from last yep. week because everything he's shown us, they've improved. You know, so I'm I'm trusting in him. Hey, I'm Nick Saban in Alabama, his first year, dude. They got rolled yeah. up by UL Monroe. Right, right. Sir. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, it happens. Like, you take over, and you're like, dude, like, I've got work to do, and you're stuck on specific timing. Like, you can't just come in and fix it. Like, yeah. it takes recruiting time. It takes all of that. We'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I feel you on that. Yeah. So, AB, I'm gonna shift a little bit away from Tennessee and, and, and talk about the betting. Uh, when, and this kind of this guy, what he says, he said he's super unbiased. I like that. Cool guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I appreciate, it, man, for sure. Yeah. When and talking about Tennessee or or any team, um, as a better, when you're betting on your favorite team, what is what are some tips to kind of stay unbiased? All right. So, when, when betting on your favorite team. Right. All right, so like historically forever, like it's always been like don't bet on your team, like don't bet with your heart, which that part is true. However, if you can check your heart, you know this team better than anybody else. Right. Like you know this team better than some dude sitting in a cubicle in Las Vegas mm-hmm. for Caesars that's just trying to get a smoke break, right? Like you know LSU way better than they do. You know the games where your offense go a little better because you got, you know, competitive advantages. You know the games where it's going to be a little more tight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, like, if you could keep your heart in check, dude, you've got an advantage that nobody else does. Uh, play with it. It, it. it takes a little time. But I've been on Tennessee every week because I know, like, I've got a feel on this team. And I'm also not, like, I'm not betting for what I want to happen. I'm betting on what I think is going to happen. Look, the whole team's built on offense, and I just told you I'm betting the under because I don't right. think a lot of points are going to be scored, which also <laughs> tends to be betting the underdog, right? We'll see. If you give me LSU with points at home, it's tough to turn down, you know what I'm saying? Especially when I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored. So, like, if you can keep your heart in check, like, you, you've you got an advantage to work with. Yeah. Okay. Um, something else, because we, we've talked about it a lot. For instance, Auburn game. 
The first thing we said, because, uh, you know, before the game came out, um, what is the spread going to be? And some people were like, oh, man, Arbor's terrible. It's going to be 10. It's going to be 11. And I think it was uh, one of our other co-hosts who's not with us. And, and Ant uh, said, uh, what, what, eight and a half, nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because historically. No way it was going to be double digits. No way. No way. Because historically, LSU and Auburn have been a tight game. As a matter of fact, I, I pulled one of your numbers. I said, hey, guys, did you know the last time that LSU scored more than seven points or won by more than seven points? And, you know, and it, we went fine. It was like 1998. And before yeah. that, it was 1973. So nice, yeah. So how how are spreads determined? Well, all right. So you know, it's all done by computer algorithms now. All right, and they're essentially databases based on like where the game is played, right? What the uh, average points per drive offensively for both teams, mm-hmm. and average points per drive given up defensively for both teams. Mix in a little bit of the weather. That's pretty – like, there's more that goes into it, but, like, that's kind of the basis of where you're at, all right? So then it just calculates, finds where, you know, if there are any large differences, and then they just put it to where, okay, where's the public going to move this at, all right? Mm. So, yeah, like you talked about eight and a half, nine points. They're not going to go double digits because then it's going to create something where people who know it are like, no, 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 that's, that's too much, that's too yeah. much. Right. But then they'll also play around. Think about like how football games are scored. All right. Three points, seven points. All right. So here's a trick for you. When a book doesn't know what to do, like they can roughly get around where they want to be, but they don't know precisely what they want to do. Let's just use this. We'll just use this as an example. Say they didn't know what to do with um, with Tennessee, uh, Tennessee LSU. Okay, but they were thinking around a touchdown, which is not. We're just making this up, like, for the example. But they're saying, okay, we think Tennessee's a touchdown favorite. They'll either put it at six and a half or seven and a half and and then make you make the decision of where that's going to move. I hate that, bro. I hate that hook, I hate the hook. I've lost more bets because of that hook than anything. Well, it's always one leg and a hook. It's three and Ever. a half. Yep. It's three and a half, and they win by three or yep. something every time, bro. Absolutely, man. Because games are, you know, games are scored by threes and sevens, right? To where they'll say, yeah. "All right, man." Like if we were using, they think Tennessee's a seven, like a touchdown point favorite. They'll say Tennessee right. minus six and a half. Yep. Yep. And they'll wow. say, "All right, who who's gonna go LSU?" Right. Six and who's and gonna half go? Yeah. Absolutely, man. Like they'll make you make the decision, and then once the line starts moving with money. Like, it's out of their hands and whatever. They're good. But they'll make you decide it. So watch. Whenever these lines come out, pay attention to, like, six and a half, seven and a half, uh, two and a half, three and a half, nine and a half, ten and a half. Watch how many times they do that. They do it a ton, for sure. I just I, Now I just started buying points now. I just buy, yeah. I just buy a point and get that other uh, – and swing the hook back the other way to make it LSU plus seven and a half. You know what I'm saying? That 100%. Myself. Dude, it's absolutely worth it. Like – Unless they just charge you ridiculous, you know, like yeah, 220 yeah, yeah, yeah. juice to do it, it's yeah. worth it to do it, man, because you want to build in that insurance for sure. It's a smart yeah. play. Yeah. All right. Um, Mass this because a lot of people don't bet, but they may keep up the spreads or, or, or whatever. What can the casual fan take from the spread? Because we have a saying Vegas be knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Like, yeah. they're generally pretty close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, you, like you could get a feel. Super now, Bowl. 
The yeah, Super exactly. Bowl is the perfect example. I mean, they got all them big buildings out there for a reason. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, they're generally pretty close. Now, as you guys know better than anybody, like, anything can happen on a Saturday, on a Sunday. But for the most part, like, they're generally in the area of it. So then you take a look, like, whether you're using it, you know, to bet or you're just using it as, like, a fan, you know, saying, all right, this is where they think we're, they think we're a five-point favorite or five-point dog, whichever. It's like, all right, how's that going to affect how we go about it? If we're playing from behind, right, but we've got a great quarterback with an arm, I'm all right playing from behind. But if you're a team that does not, right, like you're right. built to be ahead because your quarterback really doesn't have a great arm, but you got pretty good defense, but you fall behind, you're like, oh, like this could get out of hand, man. Like we we get down, we can't score. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like that's what you use for it. So when whenever the when predicting spreads, I know the I guess the the rule of thumb is that home teams get three points. Is that still is that still kind of the same three points, or is, has it switched, changed? You know, shifted either way a little bit. It's changed. Uh, it depends, obviously, like where you play. So I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I and I heard the dude who run or used to run Caesars the entire Caesars sportsbook. He said, "Look, he goes if Tennessee was playing LSU at night." That's a four-point difference. Nobody, nowhere else has that. Yeah, for real. And that's the dude who ran Caesars, like all of it, betting, right? He said, he said, like, that's how much Tiger Stadium, like, has an effect at night. He's like, nobody else has that. But for the most part, playing at home, it used to be three points. It's generally about 1.5 to 1.8 now. Because, yeah, because, you know, like, it's just travel used to be a big thing. Yeah. Now it's easy. Like everybody's got a private plane. Yeah. Everybody eats. Like it's easier. You, you you stay in nice hotels. It used to be <laughs> not as many home field advantages anymore. Neither. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. So it's not as much as it used to be. But some places still are uh, at Tiger Stadium. It actually Tiger Stadium actually might be like I think that might be the largest like difference number like in the country for real. Wow. Like yeah, wow. that's a good nugget right there. Yep. Uh, so, A.B., um, I know you kind of said you didn't have any predictions. I guess the last question is, though, uh, I was going to go around, score predictions from everybody, kind of what we, we, we felt. Um, do you want to put in one for, for, for this game, possibly? Yep, I do, man. Uh, i tell you what. Um, it always gets weird. Mm. Always. When playing in Baton Rouge. Always. And I love, I love that aspect of it. And Tennessee's do. 32-30 LSU. Wins outright. Gives us a 62, under 65 hits. That's my prediction. And, uh, and look, let me say this. And I honestly, I'm not saying it because I'm on your show. I'm not saying it because, like, you have LSU fans. Like, this is this is going to be a tough game for Tennessee. They'll score points. But this is going to be a tough game for Tennessee. True. Spoken like a true better. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he made sure yeah, he, hit that, yeah. that he hit that under. <laughs> yeah, he hit that under. Yeah, he hit that under. All right. Uh, Daniel, what you got? Well, what, so, AB said 32-30? Yeah. Like, and yeah. let me say this before you go. Like, LSU's offense is going to – like, this is going to be a fun game, for real. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. Yeah, so. Good. Dang it. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> – I'm going to go – I say 30-27, LSU. 28-23, LSU. Ooh. I can see that. Yeah. God, God. Hey, let me ask you that. How, before you before you answer, how's you guys like like field goal kicking? 
I, I haven't really like looked like, into it. Like the, the kicking, yeah. the kicking isn't bad. We've had questions with protection for the kicking. <laughs> First game week, week one, but, uh, but, but you know, yeah, but we ain't blocking nothing, so I wouldn't been, worry about that. Like it's been it's been fixed a little bit though. Yeah. How did you can put them in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's y'all's return game? Uh, eh, it's it. Josh Heupel likes to just kneel. Like okay, we might okay, return perfect. one. Like he's big on like, let's not take like stupid risks. Yeah, he's you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's like, dude, just give me the ball at the 30. Like, I'm going to score it anyway. I've been saying all season, if we can start 34, 35 points, we can beat anybody. Yep. I'm going to go in with 31, 28. I like it. I was gonna yeah. go with that. I was gonna go. With I, that, I, I I don't just, think I think the game will be close. Um, I don't think we. I think we win by a field goal, but it's not gonna be like a last minute yeah, field goal. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, like it's gonna be a fun game, man. Like for real, and like it, it's gonna be tight. It like the fun thing too is like it could get like. I'll say this: Tennessee games are weird too. Like these are two like the weirdest game, like team playing teams yeah. in the SEC. Like everybody's gonna assume Tennessee gets up early. LSU puts a stop to it, makes their score. Watch it be the complete opposite. Just like, like Auburn yeah. last week when LSU yep. played, Auburn goes up 17 nothing, and nobody expected it. Yep. Yeah. Watch it. Like, yeah, watch LSU go up, like, quick to where you're like, what in the hell just happened? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. our defense could do that too. You score fast on, like, on Tennessee, like, it, the boys ain't stopping a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, like, it could get, this game could be weird, but it's going to be fun. All right, AB, uh, another one of your bits, it actually hit a little bit earlier, the uh, two over one and a half field goals by Denver. That's Hell yeah. Here, so. <laughs> no, we were clocking money <laughs> on y'all. <laughs> I got to go on every week. <laughs> uh, but uh, AB, thank you again. Um, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a lot for me. Like I said, you were one of the first guys I watched on uh, on the early edge. So I, I truly do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, find you guys. Let me, let me actually – do, 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 so so they can see the yeah, name. For, for sure, man. And while you're doing that, yeah, like, dude, appreciate you for real. I'm telling you, man, like, from our whole crew, appreciate you. Dude, and Danny, dude, y'all too, man. Like, appreciate <laughs> you guys. Thanks for letting me come on, chop it up on you guys' show. Yeah, you guys can find me at uh, uh, CBS Sportsline, sportsline.com, cbssports.com, uh, youtube.com slash sportsline, Twitter at Allen Bell 247 Like, for real, man, come chop it up, dude. We talk about anybody's teams. You want to talk about this game? You want to talk about looking ahead? You know, LSU after this one, like, chop it up about anything, man. So yeah. I appreciate you guys for real having yeah. me. I, I just want to let y'all know, anytime if I've, if I've ever had a question about LSU basketball, I've hit up uh, I've hit up the early edge guys, uh, uh, Jay Smooth, and he, you know, he'll say, hey, this is what my model sees, you know, but I think this will go this way. Hey, A.B., I got a question. And they will answer it. They're not like, you know, because some betting services will – you know, hey, that's a charge. That's a fee. That's an extra yeah. fee. That's that. They're actually, you know, saying they, they treat it like, you know, they treat you like you mean something to them. So hell yeah, really and y'all do. I'm telling you, man, come bring it up. Like we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna charge nothing. Like in terms of like talk, just talking up ball, talking to any of that, dude. Bring anything, everything, man, for sure. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check y'all out, bro. Yeah, Same. come on, man. Hey, and I tell you what, man. Like we, you know, our service, like it is, like you know. Uh, a premium like nine ninety nine per month, but like yeah. for you guys, man, like if y'all ever want to come do it, like dude, I'll hook y'all up for free, man. Don't even worry about that at all. You know what I'm saying? So we just for love sure. to see you, man. But I appreciate you guys having me for real. Yeah, all right. yes, thank, thank you for joining us, right. bro. Yes, Ladies and gentlemen, care. that was our man, Mr. Allen Bell of the Early Edge. Uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. All right. All right.
right. So that was some good information. Yeah, yeah, know this stuff. yeah, yeah. He he's always had, and it's funny because they 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 talk about him. Um, they used to say he worked at Chick Fil A, so he <laughs> would always. So that's where the whole nugget thing came from. Yeah. So man, that's... it was, and one day the internet went out, so he actually had to go to a Chick Fil A just to use the internet <laughs> and broadcast. <laughs> all right so you say coach on the show yeah coach coach hosts uh oh, like monday yeah. through friday uh okay. for the most part yeah and then on sundays um he'll host so yeah it's, it's like i'm gonna check really him out oh man yeah i gotta do the same bro so and he, even like i say even if you're not a better if you want to just yeah. go you know saying you find out information, information about the game, yeah yeah because they'll they'll drop stuff like i found out like injury reports for the nfl from just you know saying looking at their show or some or or, or a lot of the stuff yeah. like the a b stuff <laughs> kind of find you can find out fantasy football information and stuff like that. They too. they do they do have a uh, they have a whole separate fantasy yeah. football what you call it too so nice. um but fellas, I did want to uh, before we moved on talk about the Saints. Let's talk about some of the other big games from the NCAA this week. Uh, let's see here. And that, that, that CBS, uh, <laughs> the CBS crew probably ain't too happy that they picked that Bama A and M game now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Gotta my love god. it. Um, of course, we got uh, this is at just the uh, top 25, but uh, I think sneakily, this is a big game. That's yeah, a big TCU, game, TCU, Kansas. I think there's gonna be some points scored that game, yeah. yes, yes. Um, that one is, is uh, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Uh, it, it depends. Uh, I think TCU wins outright, but I think it's closer than a lot of people yeah, think. I think TCU wins in a close one, yeah. Um, I got TCU blowing them out, bro. Um, Mm-mm. That's just me. I, I understand. I understand, but I think is I, I really do think Kansas is not the Kansas. Kansas that, you know, you're right, but TCU is hot. All right. Uh, although not well, Mississippi State's ranked, but this is actually a big one uh, a for big the for too. the SEC West. Uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Mississippi so. State gonna win that. Oh yeah, Mississippi State win. Yeah. KJ Jefferson. He's it looks definitely. like he might be out. Yeah. Uh, ironically, guess where I heard that? You know. Yes. <laughs> so they, they they were they were talking about that. They were saying that uh that one was leaning more him being out. So that yeah, and plus uh Arkansas missing go ahead. I'm sorry. Arkansas missing both their starting safeties too. Uh Catalan and my slusher. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're thinking so. they already trash. So um, um yeah, that's not that's not even gonna be close. Um, <laughs> for the sense. <laughs> No, 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 hey. no, no. I was talking about this Auburn Georgia. Oh, okay. Hey, that that Utah. Uh, that's what I was going to next. Utah, UCLA. It's going to be a good one. Uh, points going to be scored. Yeah. What time? Oh, that's at two thirty. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, bro. DT. Hey, DTR been balling, man. Yeah, he yeah. Has. He no, has. did you see that little that little stop? Yes. Yes. Lamar Jackson action in there. That was nice. Yeah, that boy. Oh, Miss Van, they going to be fireworks. Come on. Mm, no, <laughs> no. Um, I do. I. Uh, I'm gonna say this. I would not be surprised if Vandy make a little noise in that one. Okay. I, I still think Ole Miss gonna beat them, but I would not be surprised if Vandy yeah, make a points little gonna noise. be points gonna be scored for sure. Man, I, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, Ole Miss coach. I don't know why his name is slipping my mind, but Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. You know Lane Kiffin trying to get out of there, bro. 
Washington, <laughs> Washington State, USC. I don't know about that one. I don't know about you. Don't think Cam Ward can do something to that defense? Well, they, USC has looked very suspect the last two weeks. Uh, they the they barely good. they barely yeah, got the by Oregon State. Though. Offense looks good. They barely got by Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona State wasn't in the game. wasn't close, but it wasn't as as, as yeah. Big. It wasn't as lopsided as the score yeah, said. Score, yeah, yeah. But uh, Washington State quarterback Cam Ward. That people yeah. talking about him sneaking in the first round of the draft. So mm-hmm. I, I ain't saying they're gonna win, but. He can he can change the game a little bit. Now South Carolina, Kentucky. This is a game where um, everybody thought this is a game where initially the quarterback of South Carolina was thought to be the the, the first round pick. First round pick, and, and nobody even knew who the quarterback of Kentucky is. Now, now the quarterback of Kentucky may be the first quarterback off the board. Yeah. I don't know about that. He a first round pick for sure, though. He's good though. First round pick. No, they literally is some people on their board have him the number yeah, one. Ball. Yeah, and that's the number one pick. I'm sorry, the number one quarterback. Yeah, number one quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking CJ Stroud first. If that's just yeah. me though. This is going to be a game. Army Wake Forest. Last year, this game was like 50. that was close. Yeah, it was like sixty to fifty something. Yeah. Like. It was a close. That one. Um, that one may it may be some points in that one as well. Uh, oh, Notre Dame getting L, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, falling back up under uh, 500. I, I really do see BYU laying something on. Um, hey, BYU, BYU got a, uh, I think they got a Romney kid that played wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That, that little dude, <laughs> real, bro. Mm. That little dude, real, bro. Yeah. Um, Kansas State. This is going to be a I guess this is gonna be a measuring stick game. I mean, because I I mean I know they've beaten Oklahoma, but they, they've always kind of historically beaten Oklahoma. This game may may kind of help them out. It's not gonna be a big game, but I think it's a game that might kind of you know, spank them boys. Yeah. I don't know. Iowa State was just ranked last week until they lost to Kansas, so they're not too yeah. bad. Yeah, so they lost to who? They lost to Kansas. Mm-hmm. They did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Texas and them, Alabama. Blowout. Uh, blowout. Yeah, they no finna Max, get all. No Max Johnson. It's well, old. Third, they, okay, they're going back to that old – who they started the season with, right? Yeah, Haynes King. Yeah. Oh, he fumbled. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, what's Thursday, the start of the game? What's the Thursday night game. Uh, right now, it's four seconds left in the second. Well, f- before half, uh, Denver is up six to three. So damn, that's um, ugly game. I'm watching yeah. the Zachary Woodline game. Yeah. What you watching what? it on? It's ESPN on ESPN. Uh, ESPN. Yeah. yeah. All right. You got Florida State, North Carolina State. I'm. Uh, I think Florida State bounced back. Yeah, I do too. I'm gonna go with the Wolfpack. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think they bounce back after the Clemson game. That's fair. That's fair. I hope Clemson loses this week. Oregon, Arizona. Uh, who Clemson got? I just saw Oregon. I'm a uh, Boston. Oh, or, or, Clemson got Boston College. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, well, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm not gonna say that. I don't foresee that happening. Yeah. I'm gonna um, go Oregon in that too. Yeah, Bo Pitt's gonna make a. Uh, you seen that jerseys that they're coming out with? With those that they're wearing, this they got like speckled jerseys or something. Mm. 
I hadn't. I hadn't. Um, all right, fellas. I guess we can talk a little bit about the Saints. Ah, that's gonna we be have cool. to. I mean, we ain't got uh, to. We got to also. <laughs> it's been a it's been a positive show. We can keep it positive <laughs> and just skip this topic. Nah, we can go ahead though. Yeah, let me ask this: Is Seattle a must win? Yes. Is it really? Look at your schedule. You ain't got too many more wins on this on this schedule. I just see him losing. So I mean, Gino balling this season. Uh, <laughs> that that has been a surprise, right? Uh, no, no offense to Gino, but yeah. Hey, hey, does does uh, Denver look foolish right now because you paid two fifty six for Russell Wilson and Seattle getting the same production for <laughs> like, <laughs> a, like a tenth of the price, maybe like, right. you know, a fifth of the price? Are they getting better production? It's about the same. Like, if you look at their numbers, it's been about the same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling it up here. Uh, the, the schedule. Oh my God, you got. <laughs> I'm telling you, Seattle. Then and you got the Bengals. Then you got now nah, they they stand a chance against the that's Cardinals. A, that's a, that's on a Thursday night though. That's the Cardinals on, game on a Thursday night on the road after you get beat down by the Bengals on a short but the, week. On but the road. but that might. I mean, depending on what Call of Duty that do that. Week. Yeah, but that's on a Thursday. Call of Duty don't that's start until Friday, so ah, he gonna shit. beat us and then go play Call of Duty all weekend. Ah, y'all crazy. Coming out like Raiders. The Raiders is actually a, a winnable that's game. A big, that's a winnable game, but winnable no. game. The Ravens, Ravens, no. Oh. Steelers is a winnable game. Yeah, that is. But hey, we rookie quarterbacks always tear us up for some reason. Yeah, that's true. Rams. That's oh. actually it's not a win. I mean, that's not a uh but that looks more it mean, it's, win it's, it's winnable it's game winnable, now than it was I before. Yeah. But this is a this with Odell visiting last couple of days. I mean, is there he ain't signed, so I ain't talking about it. Who 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 gonna throw it to him? And no, ain't that bad, guys. No, no, no. I'm not. That's and not. Uh, that's not. Going, I think. I think he. Um, how do I want to word this? I think he's just appeasing this organization and his hometown fan and all that kind of stuff by visiting the Saints. I think he's at this point where he's gonna pick the best destination for him, yeah. not just for his quarterback, but as far as like a winning team that's you know actually playing for a championship. Right. Mm. All right. So and you just said that uh Daniel Andy Dalton. How long should he start? Uh until that yeah, I think if I if I'm them based I'm assuming Jameis is gonna be healthy at this point. Uh the Raiders game is when I bring Jameis back. Let Andy Dalton start uh this week, the Sensi game, and then the short week, and then that gives you ten days to bring Jameis back. No, doc, I mean last week what Dr. Pooh said that was a. Uh... I mean, he's gonna be he gonna be well, hurt he, all he, year, he, he gonna never be hundred percent. Yeah, he gonna be he gonna be he gonna, yeah. So uh, when uh when 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 Romo got an injury like that, he missed like six weeks. So yeah. you gotta think he it happened in week one. So you think you're talking week seven, week eight, somewhere around it. But now, so that's why I said around the the, uh, the Raiders game, you got ten days in between the Cardinals game and the Raiders game. So give him ten days, a couple extra practices to knock some of the rust off and stuff like that. So. That's when I would do it. Yeah. All right. Well, with everything kind of going on, coaching problem, player problem, front office problem, how long do we stick with this before we start thinking about, hey, it's time to make a move? Next season. Nah, <laughs> I, fire, I fire DA this season if they don't yeah. make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this season, yeah. I think we have I a mean, look, I mean, look at, look at it like this. The NFC is terrible, right? Like, 
if you if you're comparing to the AFC, they're not that good. This this division is not that good. Um, I mean, we're one and three, and we only one game out of first place in the division. So right. this, I mean, you have the talent to make the playoffs. I was just this gonna year. say that it's and not so, like you don't have talent. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, and I know it's a whole different sport, but they owned by the same person. Uh, whenever Stan Van Gundy was bit this, you know, bismal as a coach and didn't meet the expectation. They fired him at the one year because they knew they was talented enough to do better than what they did. Same situation <laughs> here. Jason Brownfield says, uh, fire DA, Joe Burrow to the Saints in free agency. <laughs> That's not happening. A man can dream. <laughs> yeah, you can dream all year. I, I, but I, uh, I fire Pete for sure. Like the special team oh, yeah. coordinator and Pete Carmichael definitely probably gone no matter what the season looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially the special teams coordinator, he's terrible. But um, you got, I mean, you you too like talented. Byron, which I do like him. But why? Yeah, I mean, why would he leave? If I'm Byron. I'm not taking that to say yeah. you know a lateral yeah, move. Exactly, but, exactly. Yeah. But they gotta figure something out though, because this ain't gonna. Cut. Obviously, this coaching staff ain't gonna cut. Hire Byron Leftwich. Mm-hmm. That's a lateral move for him though, unless you're gonna hire him as a head coach. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he meant. Um. Uh, speaking of Byron, well, I guess um, last week, uh, Antonio Brown, that AB, posted a picture of him with Giselle. I think it was after the Super Bowl. They were hugging. And it was like, you know, hey, man, why are you, you know what I'm saying? What is this? You know, cryptic, cryptic message. Later on this week, uh, it was announced that Brady and Giselle are, uh, well, their split went public. Um does this bother? Do you think this bothers? Um, not not the AB picture, but the 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 public, you know, saying of the of the split. Does this uh, bother? This Tom Brady's. Does this bother? Uh, well, I'm being careful how I say it because it, you know, saying some stuff. You, does, you know it, does it affect his play? Yeah, I, I I think it could swing two ways. I think it can, you know, kind of take his mind off football and uh, you know affect it negatively. Or he just throws everything he's got in the football, and you know, even more, and he starts to play better. I mean, it could be like a monkey off his back. If if this has been, you know, he he left Nick, Nick Thomas, your boy said he's been balling him all year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now that like you know he left for two weeks or whatever, and all this has been going on. Now that it's finally out there, maybe he could be a little more free and play a little more free and be better. So yeah. I can see it going both ways. So let me yeah. ask you. So are are you asking does? The AB situation bother him, or the fact that he's getting divorced bothers him. I think the going through a divorce, or now that it's out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, now I, when what AB? Hold up, hold up. Because what AB did, that was foul. Yeah, completely foul. Regardless, it's all bro code. Yeah, but it's, it's beyond bro code at that point. Yeah, bro. yeah. yeah. that's yeah. that's just childish. Tom, Tom yeah. Brady, what what is the uh, <laughs> uh, some of our uh, non non uh, black uh, listeners? What is the equivalent of squaring up in the uh you gotta see me outside or something? <laughs> you gotta talk to my lawyer. <laughs> something because uh because I'm gonna tell you, yeah, if it was the other way around, A B would be like, Hey, we gotta square up. So you done crossed the line, partner. <laughs> but nah, seriously though, but yeah, it's it's uh but how does this affect him the the, the whole divorce thing? That's what we were talking about, Dane. No, nah, I, I, I think that uh I think it can be I don't know, man, because I mean, pe- people handle you know things differently. That's what I'm saying. 
You know what I'm saying? So for, for it could be a relief. You know what I'm saying? Right. With you. But I mean, it, it could it could be a relief. You know, for him to finally be like, okay, hey, so we're gonna go through this. You know, there's no more hanging on. Or it could be something where like maybe it hits you later on, like man, like I'm really losing, you know, my family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because they've been together for a long time, and essentially, a long time. Yeah. You know, she wanted him to retire. He chose not to retire. You know, so it's essentially, hey, I'm choosing football over my family. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's no, why. Yeah. I don't think that's fair to say that nobody knows why they're getting divorced. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Nobody knows. It's, 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 all, it's all speculation, and I think yeah, speculation. A, it's unfair to him, man, for her to, for us to speculate why they did getting a divorce. Yeah. So I think that's the narrative that's being pushed. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but I mean, I I, do, I can't say it's a tough situation. Anytime you're going through that, you know, speaking firsthand, it's a tough situation, man. So yeah. prayers, prayers goes in, man. Hope they can be cool. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, let me ask you this: Is baseball or the Aaron Judge? Uh, home run chase is that important enough to ruin say, other sporting events? Let me say this. Let me say this. I don't give up. Bleep. I don't care. I don't care. Stop interrupting my football games to to show me somebody getting struck out or walked. I yeah, that's fair, care, bro. I say this. I say this. Um, if you are going to, you know, do a split screen. At least keep the audio on what I was originally watching. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you don't got to cut completely the way to where you. I got to hear the the announcers and the broadcast. I don't want to hear all that. If you want to show it, that's one thing. But don't cut away from. I'm trying to watch the game and I'm trying to figure out who made the tackle. What was the penalty call? You know what I mean. You, I can't hear none of that because y'all trying to. And he's in the wind up. <laughs> Outside you ball two. You know what I mean. Like, I don't care about that, dog. Yeah. Hey. You know what? You, let, let me ask you a quick question. Whenever Drew Brees was breaking the record in the NFL, they didn't uh, interrupt. I, so I, I, I've seen a lot of records that were on broken, the verge yeah. or whatever, uh, broken. I've never seen. Them yeah, when Steph, like when Steph Curry broke Ray Allen three point record, they didn't do that. Right. Th- th- this is going like this is beyond. Um, he ain't even breaking Bond's record, like Nick said. Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah, I just have y'all seen like the trends where like uh people showing like doing normal stuff and then say, but yeah. like the uh two lane they say uniform reveal, but with uh with the home man, run chase, man. Hey, I, what they did another one where they took like all the great like college football uh moments in time and did the Aaron Judge thing. So like oh like like the kick six, kick six, yeah. And, and they like the dude catch the ball and then they show ball four and then next next thing you see is Nick Saban walking across the field. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you a yeah, question. Boy, I would have threw my TV out the window. Something hey, think, think if you're Aaron Judge, like from his perspective, how does that make him feel? You think? So it was. I, feel, I kind of feel bad for the dude. Yeah, he, 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 he was stuck. asking for all that. Yeah, right. he was. He was stuck on sixty for a long time. Yeah. Then he was right. stuck on sixty-one. So since we're speaking about home runs, mm. your boy Pooh. Yeah. Member of the 700 Club, for the fourth member ever, played his final game. So um, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Albert Pujols, arguably yes. the greatest, arg- arguably the greatest hitter that I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, 
He was he on steroids? No, no. So here's an interesting stat. And when I saw it today, I had to think about it twice to understand what it meant. He has more extra base hits than strikeouts. strikeouts. Yep. And I was like, when I first heard, I was like, well, a lot of people have more hits than strikeouts. Then I thought about that. Oh, extra base. Extra base hits. That means yes. doubles, triples, Double, home triples runs. runs. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's special. That's special. So that, that's you know, kudos to him. Um, he has a statue already in St. Louis. Um, big pool host, man. That's yeah, you know, a, he, he should be the first battle hall of fame, man. When you talk about when you talk about Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, and Al Pujols, like look, that, I'm, it, I'm gonna tell don't, you, I'm it don't get no better than that, though. I don't know a thing about baseball, but I know who Al Pujols is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So much respect to that kid, that guy. Yes, uh, and I'm not even I'm not even mad that he hit 700 on my boys neither. He hit 700 on the Dodgers, dog. I ain't hey, even mad at him, bro. Well, look, let me and let me ask you this. So, should baseball? Since we're talking baseball, I know this is not on the docket, but should baseball bring back steroids? <laughs> no, it should bring back steroids. <laughs> all right, so check this out. I'm gonna give you a little. All right, check this out. I'm gonna give him, I'm, nah, nah, he good, he good. I'm gonna give him a little, like, all right, so. He probably, Make it entertaining. He probably don't, he probably don't know this. So check this out. 1994, they had a strike, missed the whole season, right? Didn't have a World Series for the first time in a hundred and some years, whatever. So baseball, like a lot of long, lifelong baseball fans, like my granddaddy stopped watching the sport pretty much. You know what I mean? Like they done with it. Well, they, they numbers, you know, viewers, attendance and all that dropped like, you know, crazy. For the next year, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa had a home run race, and everybody's watching baseball again. The chicks dig the long ball, you know, Big Mac, you know, all that kind of stuff. And their numbers went back up. So they ignored it until their numbers got where they needed it to be. You know what I'm saying? Then Congress gets involved with the whole well, um, Jose Caseco come out, snitches. You got, you know, then Congress gets involved. You got the whole Balco investigation, you know, all that kind of stuff. Then all of a sudden it became a bad thing. It's to the point now where baseball won't even tell you who the real home run king is. The commissioner came out and says, use your own judgment when determining who's the home run king. You see what I'm saying? Because they know that they dropped the ball when it comes to steroids, so it's kind of hard to retroactively police it. You get what I'm saying? So since you didn't do anything about it then, you can't do anything about it now. And so I don't think they need to bring it back. They just need to find other ways to make the game exciting like it was when they had steroids in the game. What Like people our age and younger, we want to see bat flips. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. want to see stuff like that. Yeah, I want to see somebody dirty. Get rid of all the unwritten rules of baseball where, you know, like when Tatis got, you know, uh, scorned for hitting hitting a home run whenever it was, a you know, a 3-0 count. Well, if he yeah. pitched a fastball across the middle, I'm going to hit a home run. You know what I mean? Like, get rid of all those unwritten rules that people our age don't care about and let make the game fun. Right. I might get canceled for this. <laughs> uh, Ryan say throw in uh, Sammy. Nah. Hold on. First of all, which which Sammy? Because you got three to pick from. <laughs> so, <laughs> which? <laughs> oh, snap. Man, Bro, this man, man is, is living three that man is that man is well done, medium, and rare. <laughs> and no, I don't know if you can tell that's Neapolitan ice cream. Oh, oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Oh, bro, look at his eyes. His oh, eyes. Man. Even, I mean, whenever he, he contacts, man, he just oh, contacts. Man, that's contacts. Crazy, bro. Oh man. So, um, on that note, um, uh, <laughs> look like raw steak. That's crazy. That boy oh. got the whole spectrum. I'm gonna start ordering my steak like that. Yeah, give me Chicago Cubs, Sammy Sosa, my steak. <laughs> That's crazy. You like skin, Sammy Sosa. That's crazy. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back Sunday. Um, <laughs> that is nuts. Thank you, AB, for coming through, uh, dropping knowledge with us, kicking it with us, and everything. Um, That's crazy. Truly dude. appreciate it. That truly boy said that man looked like a bottle of Pepto Pits. <laughs> All right. And like that, we out. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.